Hello and welcome to episode 15 of The Edge Backstage Pass, the weekly podcast from the Tuesday night show at the London comedy store The Edge. Seems this week we benefit broadly from the technical improvements that most comics seem to be making in their own homes, but even then there are still a few technical interruptions. None of this, however, can stop four great comedians from enjoying each other's company. Here we go. This is Allison June Smith, and I am coming to you live from my bedroom. Is a statement my parents never wanted to hear. Hello, um, I'm Rob Deering. I'm one of two Robs you'll be experiencing here today. Uh, my name is Rob Rouse, and uh, I am just taking a break in my exceptionally hectic uh, lockdown schedule whilst I am um, uh, drywalling out my garage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the fucking phone. I'm sorry. Hello, I'm I'm Alex Keeley. I'm coming to you from Hampshire. Uh, I am with my parents uh, at the moment during this lockdown phase, and that noise was just them intercoming me. So that was pretty pretty independent. I'm living pretty independently, and I'm pretty happy about my life. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy about my life. You have an intercom with your parents. Yeah, yeah. Brother, oh, so we brother, got, we got... my breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh... Oh, Alex! Oh, <laughs> I'll just, uh, I might just bring my lighting. I'm a, I'm a bit hot lighting-wise. I'm just aware of that. <laughs> bring the blind down a bit. These are the skills... <laughs> These are the skills that we're learning now because we're, this is what we do. Like literally I went and bought one of the ring lights. I've all set it up over the past, like yeah. what, six weeks now. I'm like become a sound and lighting technician. Which, you know, those I are know. The skills that I can use in another, again, right. they're all theater based. Those of us so. that we're already doing this are terrible. Yeah, what are you going to do, Simon? And we all come back to work. We just go, mate, you move that fader a little bit. This is live sound. This is live sound, not online sound. It's a different, different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was anybody angry then? Anybody angry at Boris and the uh, the mixed messages, or you just like more than story? from the beginning anger? Or I, it's just consistent for me. It's mm. just consistent. Yeah. Um, you know, because I have Canada to compare it to, so I I hear all the stuff from you know. Justin Trudeau, who cares about human beings, uh, or at least that's his pitch. Uh, so they've done a lot more and, and you know, but to me, I'm just like, uh, I knew it was coming. Everyone was like, ooh, big announcement, big announcement. I was like, nah, it's gonna be like, we'll now begin a phasing system. Oh, sorry, everyone. I should turn off my email. Line. Are you running a small shop? <laughs> someone just, someone just, someone just come into the shop. And, and they're, not, they're not supposed to be open. They're not supposed to be open yet. <laughs> Are she serving essential no. goods? I think that, um, I mean, there the are loads and loads of grief about stay alert, quite right. And they said to the government, well, what do you mean by stay alert? They mean, by stay alert, we mean follow the rules, which means staying home. And that's just not what those words mean. They might as well have said penguin hat. What do you mean by penguin hat? <laughs> it means follow the rules, stay at home. What? Penguin hat, I understand. We could all yeah. make and use a penguin hat. I see that. Put your penguin hat on. Yeah. yeah. I think if you put your penguin hat on, it stops the 5G giving you coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the thing with the penguin hat issue is it's not completely black and white. <laughs> Very good. That was excellent. Simon's taking his headphones off. That was such that was such a cheesy pun, Bob. 
<laughs> so quick, so good. Yeah. So can I ask a question? Uh, in in light of the new advice, if I am um, playing frisbee with my grandmother and my dad turns up, can he play, or <laughs> is that too many? Or, or if I'm playing, if I'm playing cricket with my mum. Can my dad feel? Can I, sorry, before I, before I answer the question, can I clarify? Are you throwing a disc to your grandmother um, and your dad, or are you throwing your grandmother in a spinning motion to your dad? When well, you say can... frisbee with your grandmother, is it like, go yeah. on, man? I'm happy to do either. <laughs> anyone conga, anyone like conga lining on, on Friday? We're all, all doing the conga on Friday? What's what? For VE Day, we're all violating social distancing oh to conga God. outside of our houses. Is that what, uh, is, 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 is everyone doing that? Yeah, really? I, I, I didn't do that. Is it, was oh, okay. it two meters or was it hands on hips? Can't be. It was, um, they tried to use a, they tried to use a rope. You saw? Did you see the pictures of this? Oh, I did see they that. Using, yeah. They were using a rope, and it's like, yeah, but I'm pretty sure everyone's hands were slid. Like a lot of Twitter comments that I watched when what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You can only do it if you had exceptionally long arms. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> Mr. Tickle had a lovely VE day. <laughs> talking of uh, talking of, on a conga, uh, apparently they've cancelled the filming of the Human Centipede Three. That's been cancelled because <laughs> apparently that's not safe anymore either. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally trying to rewrite my rewrite of Dizzy Rascal's Bonkers to Conkers to make it into Conga so I can do it for you right now. But I thought I'd tell it to you now so I don't have to bother. And <laughs> we can all just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up every day, it's me E day. No, it's not gonna, it's not gonna play. It's not good gonna play. though. Again, you're quick today. <laughs> well, I mean, every day. Oh, yeah. I've been out. I've got a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you're a well read chap. How angry is this all making you? I, I mean, I, the, the thing that's making me happy is I thought that Kirst Armour sounded good. Uh, in the in his little evening address on Radio Four and BBC One, that was good. He sounded he sounded very. I can't believe he's not prime minister. Kind of stuff. Like it was it was good. Almost like a proper opposition leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask a question, Alex? Because I know that you uh, you follow politics um, a lot better than I do. I.e., you prepare for this. Um, <laughs> well. Can you explain why every leader of the Labour Party appears to have some form of adenoidal issue? Because Keir Starmer's yeah, quite yeah, bugged yeah. up. Ed Miliband, Ed Miliband was bugged up. And Tony Clover's <laughs> was quite bugged up. What is it about being bugged up that makes um, makes a Labour leader? I think, well, I think, yeah, yeah Keir Starmer's very much a Labour leader for the, like, silent movie generation. I think he's got exquisite, uh, an exquisite chin, but just... Smashing hair just, as well. Smashing hair. I think he just looks he looks the part but yeah there is quite a nasal he looks to... he looks quite a lot like american dad <laughs> Good morning, USA. as you say he hasn't got that voice hey talking of important stuff who do you think's got the better hair kia starmer or hugh edwards from bbc news he's got incredible hair hugh i edwards think hugh edwards has phenomenal yeah. hair yeah um, i mean i i'm not asking you just because you're a, a lady Alison, but do you have a crush on hugh edwards my wife certainly does well, I think his hair, absolutely, I'm in love with, but... He's quite you know. dishy, isn't he? I, I had to, this morning, they said, right, if you can't work from home, uh, I mean, that was at the weekend, was it? One of the things was, are you okay, hey, Rob? Yeah, no, I just dropped me home. <laughs> 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 I thought a gravity had flicked off in your house for a minute there. So all we can do... come back and see you eating a big bubble now. of water. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the, just on the headline this morning was, if you can go to work, and oh, sorry, if you can't work from home, go to work. And I thought, well, I can't 
work from home. I mean, apart from now, this. Thanks, guys. But um, uh, so is it, is it, sorry. Are we saying this is work? <laughs> <laughs> this you can say that, surely you can yeah. say that almost at any moment in your career. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I'm going to start going to work, um, and uh, and I've been to already popped to a few uh, rooms, and uh, yeah, they're not looking. Apparently, there were more people there last week. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'm gonna um, uh, excuse me a second. Oh, all right. Who's next? Not nearly as exciting as when uh, Rob dropped his phone. No. <laughs> <laughs> you went to space and I took a jumper off, but I've actually worked up a sweat from talking to you good people, so it's quite exciting. <laughs> well, that's when that's when you're out of the live comedy game for two months. You're like ten minutes into a podcast. Oh boy! Oh boy! This is pretty, ra- <laughs> this is oh, pretty racy. It's a real Swap, swap oh, four, four bone colleagues. I must get their respect rather than three hundred audience members. I'm billowing sweat. I tell you, imagine how much I'd be sweating if I was wearing trousers. <laughs> hey, Rob, I hear you're you're starting to write um, a book. Thanks, Rob. I am. Yeah. How many pages have you done? And when's it got to be finished by? When have you got under in? But I have written, in answer to your question, thank you for asking, because this is today's news, 20,000 yeah. words. Hey. I'm going to start using <laughs> some different words just to keep it, to mix it up, because that first 20,000 is pretty relentless. How many of the pages do you think we'll have pictures on, on Rob? <laughs> Try to uh, work out whether I'll be able to read it or not, because I, I struggle with a book unless there's like a picture maybe every third or fourth page that I can kind of relax and dine out. You on. need a break. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's not, I don't think there's nearly that many pictures, but uh, I can always do a special version. I might just slip a few postcards in. <laughs> Can't wait to get it in the cinema. That's the most realistic plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get in the cinema, Rob, and I'll give it a, give it a one. So <laughs> anyway, I'm going to, Oh, what happened? What happened? Pardon? I know, just it's one of the perils of working at home, isn't it? There's always people kind of just getting in the way, just walking through the office. We're all doing great scene work. I really appreciate this. Uh, <laughs> it's such a shame it's not a video podcast. Rob, Rob is currently moving a mannequin head past his camera. No, it's not. It's, that's my wife, Helen. She's just not a great doll. Rob has decapitated his wife, Helen. <laughs> I've been racing chickens. Um, you have then, been. Yeah. And then yesterday came up with a brand new sport. You'll like this, Simon. Chicken rugby. Oh, my God. Um, no. Where um, I throw vegan. a ball of brilliant. bread out into the chickens, and the chickens essentially tackle each other, take it off each other, and, and try and do a runner with it. And then I commentate and put them on um, Twitter and the, the, the various media outlets. They're wow. good-looking chickens, by the way. You've got some good-looking chickens. Thank you. I'm a very lucky <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. That's a feather in your cap. Oh! Rob, that was a bit eggy. <laughs> you guys. I feel, I feel like a cock. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now, and, and I'm amazed. In, uh, in five, I think five weeks of doing chicken racing, I've refused to do any egg-related puns in any of the... Uh, <laughs> any of the I, have, I have to say, genuinely, I think it's an actual insight into Rob's life that I'm repeatedly confused about the verbs. Because earlier on, you were playing frisbee with your grandma, and I didn't know exactly how that physically manifested itself. And then suddenly you're racing chickens, and it's the same thing. I don't know whether you've got them facing off against each other, or you yourself have to line up with the bird. It's a good question. Well, there are six chickens in all. There's um, Dade, uh, no, not that Daydream. She died a couple of years ago. 
We've got um, we've got Mrs. McFeathers. Co- comedy podcast, Rob. Comedy yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but we've got six chickens. Six chickens yeah. are very much alive uh, as things stand. And they uh, and they race against each other uh, around um, a short track in the back garden, which includes a death-defying leap over a double-decker bus. <laughs> Could I get um, a positive from lockdown? We've done that at the end of each one so far. Mm. Um, I've plumbed in a lavatory <laughs> into my garage. You plumbed in a what? I've, I've plumbed a, a proper flushing lavatory into my garage, um, which I think could well save my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got the lyrics, the first two lines of this song. Yeah, that yeah, yeah this sounds great. And I could sing it, I could sing it to her next week or something. As we, are we, we can have an official opening. <laughs> Luckily, I pronounced both of them marriage and garage, so you can it would work for me as well if we did it for. Oh, if you that's great. That's going to work really well. Uh, and yeah. none of that's euphemisms. It's plumbing in the lavatory and having a grand opening. <laughs> I <laughs> wish some of it was euphemisms, Rob, but it's all exactly <laughs> as Screwfix intended. Rob, I bet you she is so happy you did that. Oh Honestly, yeah. More than one toilet is like every woman's dream. Like. Well, she- yeah, she often says, you can't do that in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just because we, 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 don't, we, don't we don't have any loos outside of our own homes anymore. That's what's, you know, that's going to be oh. the, the problem. We, like, oh, I want to see my friend. Well, you can't, unless you're going to shit in the park. You can't, <laughs> you can't spend that time. What you shitting in the park and your mum and dad turn up? I mean, how does that work? You just chuck your, yeah. chuck your grandma. Throw your grandmother. Woods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, me and Alex haven't shared many dressing rooms to do with that. I'm sure Rob and Alison could probably corroborate this story that um, I generally seem to save up an absolute howler just to do just before the show. Um, yeah, I don't think generally when, when, is anything to. I would. You can blooming time your blooming watch by it. Like the, yeah. it's time to go on stage, Rob. Oh, uh, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Where's he gone? He's parking yeah. the bus. It does yeah. every single yeah. gig, every single time. Yeah. I mean, I'll 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 stick my hand up and say that's true for me. So I wouldn't say that the the I wouldn't the quality, stick your hand up there. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say the quality or sort of tone or texture is worse, but say that there's a kind of you know, I would say in the top three reasons for doing stand-up is that I will, you know, never have constipation, I think. That's just, that's my, up, is really up there as a reason. Have you had a rough couple of weeks then, have you? It's been terrible. I mean, <laughs> get me the all-brand, get me the all-brand, get me as many different types of fruit and vegetable. I've got no stress in my life anymore and I can't shit. That's, you He's know. lockdown bound. say. <laughs> I mean, I would have said that I've, for the for the first time in years, I've been doing regular running. But I've got um, such uh, I've got sh- I've ripped my shoes up to the point, and uh, they and I've I fucked my knees. My my knees really hurt. I, I haven't run for a week, and I'm 30. What's happening to me? This is not good. You, you uh, can see uh, every single one of our faces. No knees. sympathy, right? You're 30. Yeah, your yeah. poor knees. No, but I just mean I just mean <laughs> this seems this seems premature. This seems premature for me to have done three weeks of running four or five times a week, so about 5K. Well, it's, like, it's like you say, it's the shoes. You need better shoes. That's it's why a, your knees are bad. It's because those rubbish running shoes. Because I have bad knees when I run as well. I just need better shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I know a great podcast you can listen to. I have a great book that in the future you'll be able to read, <laughs> etc. I can't believe that you just made me think of this because you're ripped up shoes. But that we've talked all this time about what's been going on without asking the real question, 
what actually happened to Brian May's buttock muscles. I know. <laughs> <laughs> shreds. Not shreds. That was the phrase. To shred. To shred. How, yeah. how, how could you not? There's no way of turning the object of buttocks into shreds. Yeah, that's, that's not. Right. It's too bloody. If you're doing that, you wouldn't say there's be too much blood to describe it. Shreds indicates like a dry, dry strips. I'm sorry to go too into it. I think the only thing that could be in that kind of damage is the kind of visit that that Rouse would have just when he's due on stage at a gig. (laughs) Like that kind of ball blast could really blow the the whole uh, uh, launching mechanism. I I read that story, Brian May. um, Yeah, it basically tore his gluteus maximus, didn't he? You were gardening wrong, is all I'm going to (laughs) say. Doing it wrong that your glutamus maximus, no rose bush in the world is going to rip your ass apart, all right? Like, I mean, I, 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 he's an interesting character, Brian May, isn't he? Because uh, when you watch old interviews of him, he, he kind of says, you know, at first we had no idea that Freddie was gay, and, um, <laughs> and now he's apparently torn his ass in a garden. <laughs> I had no idea that that, that was not an appropriate way to treat the stump of a rose bush. <laughs> anyway, the wind blows. Well, there you go. And for anyone who might think there's too much toilet material this week, you might like to know that I removed several minutes of faeces-related chat from the original recording. Now for our live section, we jump back to 2018 to hear Rob and Alison, joined by Alistair Barry and the always remarkable Rich Hall. Enjoy. Right, the next game. Let's do it for Tiffany Stevenson, hosting the first section of the show. It's the one I want, the wireless one. Now, the next game is called Burning Issues, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Burning Issues. Who's watched Question Time by way of a cheer of some sort? Okay, who's not seen Question Time? You, You haven't seen Question Time? What's your name, my friend? Isaac. Isaac, where are you from? Norway. From Norway. Do you have a Norwegian version of where, where politicians are on and they have a panel and they talk in front of an audience? Yeah. What's it called? The news. The news. <laughs> it's like the news, Isaac. It's like the news. I like you. You're simple. You do not fuck around, do you? <laughs> it's called the news. I must apologise profusely where, where for attempting your accent. I have no idea why I did, but uh, good on you. Good on where, you. Where in Norway are you from, Isaac? Uh, Trondheim. 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 It's cold. You wouldn't understand. It's in Europe, and you don't care. <laughs> no, I was just—I was there last week in uh, Haugesund. It's called. And uh, no, it's just that I love Norwegians, but they are the smuggest fuckers on the planet, which Isaac has just proved. You got the, you've got the biggest uh, sovereign reserve fund because you've, basically you just go to the end of your garden there's oil and gas everywhere which is why you're not in the European Union because you've got some fucking money whereas we're trying to have your model without any cash and you arrive at the airport and I got picked up by a Tesla basically going and they were going yes we get these for free from the government so you fuck up the planet and then set up electronic cars and then drive around going we're better than you fuck off so the aim of the game of burning issues uh, <laughs> Isn't to brag about the fact you've just done some overseas gigs. Um, what it is... <laughs> I, I think we need to explain what question time is, because I'm sure the, the people from Florida... You see, Brits have the ability to state uh, their opinions and uh, forcefully 
and then actually uh, stop and let another person respond. This is a show in America that would last five minutes before <laughs> someone got... <laughs> Uh, you've just yeah. had your press pass from the White House revoked. Right? Straight back. <laughs> but at least didn't try and stop me. Thank you for getting that. Yeah. That's it. I'm top. Uh, anyway, so uh, why are we all? What the fuck is going on? Can anyone remember? So we're playing Burning Issues. I think so. we can say David Dimbleby's job is safe, Rob. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Dimbleby if he was illiterate. Uh, so essentially, what we do is we'll, we'll talk about a topic and we'll freewheel, see where it goes, it'll be fun, and then I'll come to you for your questions or things we can discuss with the panel. So get some thoughts in your head and put your hand up if you've got one. I would like to start the ball rolling, uh, like David Dimbley on the question time, by saying um, uh, our first question um, is about the Dutchman uh, you may have heard of, Emilio Rattleband, um, who's 69 and wants to change his age legally to 49 so he, he can get more action on Tinder. Now my initial reaction is this guy is a stone cold fucking pervert. But let's not Jim, let's, let's, let's discuss. Because I, I don't know if anyone's watched the news for the last 20 years it would appear that posing as someone 20 years younger on their internet is a bit of a fucking no-no, isn't it? What do the panel think about this case? He's, what is his title? He's a positivity guru. Yeah. Is a positivity guru. I don't I don't think his stance is very positive. And anything, he should, he should add 20 years to his age, and then he looks fucking fantastic. Right? That would, I think, yeah, there we go. That's. Uh, Isn't the irony of calling yourself a positivity guru that everyone looks at you as you're a complete bellend almost immediately? Well, in Britain, yes, absolutely. It's a bit of the thing is, right, I don't know if he's trying to make a point or if he's sort of being satirical, because everyone's very worried about gender, and because and most people just don't want to be dickheads, do they? They don't want to go... You're a man or a woman. I don't, I'm sorry. Am I offending anyone? And then you get the politically correct people. Well, it's bloody mad. It's political correctness gone mad. I mean, it's all changed since I was a boy. I mean, uh, when, I, when I was a boy, you could punch a stoat with a dildo, and everyone knew you were having a giggle. <laughs> now it's all changed. The stoat's got rights, and you need some sort of permit for the dildo. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they come up to you after gigs going, interesting points on gay people. I, you know, I wouldn't go in there, you know, they'll bloody quit so. <laughs> What will they do? <laughs> oh, oh, you mean they'll try and have sex with you? <laughs> they won't. Most gay men I've met have got taste. Not so every gay man wants to fuck everything that moves, with the possible exception of Kevin Spacey. So Alistair... Oh, too far. Too so far. Alistair, what, um, what age do you pretend to be on Grindr then, Alistair? Legal. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> Richard Hall, any thoughts on what, this? Uh, what are we talking about now, gay? <laughs> I know, we're talking about... Uh, the... Ageism, gayism, age... You just said jism so many times. Jism. Um, jism, let's just talk about How jism. old do I pretend I to be? I want to make my... <laughs> There's a Christian down the street from where I live in Montana. She voted for Trump. I asked her why. They, they cherry-picked the reasons, and her reason was so we don't have to bake gay cakes anymore. <laughs> I, was like, I said, what are, you, what are you talking about? He said, well, you know, remember when Obama was president and he passed a law saying if someone forced you to bake a gay cake, you had to bake a gay cake. I said, I don't, he, you're a dry cleaner. He's not talking about you, all right? I don't think Obama's gay cake stormtroopers are going to knock down your fucking door and force you to make a 
three-tiered chocolate decadent fudge fairy castle with some kind of twinkie cock sitting on top of it, shooting a gummy bear jizz arc over a marzipan rainbow. Rich has given this a lot of thought. I have. Well, we know. What you, what, how can you be gay and not know how to bake a fucking cake? What you should do, Rich, you should head down there. You should head down to the dry cleaners with a massive gimp suit with an yeah. anal, in, anal bit at the back and just go, well, she will is. you dry she's, clean that? See how she's, that she's my dry cleaner, and I... She does your dry cleaning? Yeah, yeah, she's the only one in town. We got one of everything. I mean, we got a, a hooker slash babysitter. It's a small town. I don't live in a big town. <laughs> so as I say, it's just like question time. It's actually... Um, has anyone got a question they'd like to pose or an issue they'd like the panel to discuss so we can discuss? Pop your hand up and we'll come and talk to you. Not all at once, obviously. We just kind of, this is, this is what's known as a rush. Uh, yes, the gentleman in the white shirt, what's your name, sir? Uh, Alistair. Alistair. Excellent nice to meet you. Name. Loving it. Surfing. Where are you from, Alistair? Uh, Suffolk, originally. It's, it's irrelevant, isn't it? But I just, don't know, I'm just trying to be polite. Um, He's given the whole you, county your, as well. Topic, That's quite Alistair. a giveaway, isn't it? <laughs> I'd like to know the, the panel's opinion on the end of austerity. The, right. Oh, right. So, you, are you suggesting by that, Alistair, that the day has come? It, it is now the end of austerity. Let's rejoice in the streets as we're stockpiling food in the event of a fucking disastrous Brexit. That bodes well, doesn't it? Premier Foods were saying they were stockpiling the ingredients for Mr. Kipling cakes and Bisto today, so we can enjoy a Brexit knees up, wonderful slap up meal of Mr. Kipling bakewell slices covered in fucking shit gravy. Mmm, the taste of Brexit. Uh, Alistair, how do you feel about austerity? What, what, uh, what, what, what area do you work in, Alistair? Insurance. I thought uh, insurance. Insurance. I can't. I mean, like, the wonderful name, Alistair. What's your surname? Both of them. <laughs> no, because you've got that. I'm insurance, banking, finance. I don't know if anyone here does work in banking or finance. If you do, not going to do any jokes for you. Just going to put you on hold for 15 minutes, then send you through to a comedian in India, see how you fucking like it. Alison, what's the economy like in Canada? I'm interested. Is that in a state of um, decline or is it on the rise? Oh, it was a little rough uh, with, the, with the oil situation, but now that pot's back on the rise. Uh, right on. It's good to know. Genuinely, we sold out what first day they sold out of all the pot. <laughs> so I think we're going to be, uh, we're living on weed, everyone, in Canada. Uh, so I think the money's going to turn around because I'm investing. Yeah. A great deal. You're doing a great your deal. bit. I am doing my bit. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And Rich, the American economy. Currently $21 trillion in debt. $21. <laughs> Pretty standard. $21 trillion. How many is a trillion? Is a trillion like and a million? And people say, well, who do we owe the money to? Uh, well, ourselves. Well, we're fucking not getting it back. That's what we're <laughs> You're $21 trillion in debt. You're like, oh, fuck, that's... I'm going to see you late at night, late, late at night for that in some dyslexic TV channel, are you? Late night ad. Are you $21 trillion in debt? <laughs> so I to consolidate that into one low monthly payment. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I think we've covered all the burning issues, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it for your wonderful panel. There we go. Rich Hall, Alison June Smith and Alistair Barry. 
So that's it from episode 15. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you haven't done so already, please do hit that subscribe button. It really helps us to know where we're at. You have been listening to Rob Rouse, Rob Deering, Alex Keeley, and Alison June Smith. On stage, we also heard from Rich Hall and the excellent Alistair Barry. This podcast is recorded, edited, and produced by me, Simon Mason. And special thanks, as always, to the Edge producer, Mr. John Connor. We'll see you next time. <laughs>